Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your hosts, um, Chris and Chris for right now. <laughs> Mikey's going to join in a bit, and uh, Tim said he'll be writing in like 10 minutes. So we'll see. We're going to try and do a little bit of a shorter one because... No, that was Mikey. Unless Tim no, just no, most Tim, recently just Tim said. just texted me 10 Oh, minutes. Tim just said 10 minutes. Yeah. Mikey told us 10 minutes... 25 minutes ago so we'll see me and mikey finally moved into our new place it's mikey's parents old place um they moved to florida and sold him the place their house so now we're in his old house so we're not neighbors with chris anymore it's not you know come walk across the hall we're yeah, ready for you i actually got to make an effort now it's what two miles not two miles it's like two and a half miles yeah it ain't that far it ain't much, but it's something. We have the cat Ari here and uh, Mikey's dog Luna, who's a thick girl, and she likes chicken nuggets because I dropped one on the floor and she slurped it right up. <laughs> so if you hear any barking, it's probably her. And if you hear me yell at the cat, it's because Ari's trying to scratch something. Anyways, Chris the K watched some documentaries this week. I was busy doing nothing but watch TV. What is your how many how many documentaries did you watch or have shows or? I watched two documentaries, uh, two documentaries, a mini series, and a movie. Okay, let's start. I start where you want. You can talk about them all. Okay, and so then I got a short little fun topic at the end, hopefully. Which I think I've got one for you there. Okay, so um, I watched a movie with Stifler in it. Okay, you were talking about that at the uh, the office earlier yes. today. Yes. Um, I stumbled upon this. It was on HBO. What? Okay. What is his real name? Because everyone just knows him as Stiff. Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Okay. Yes. I, it was called Just Before I Go. It was made in 2014. And it was uh, directed by Courtney Cox. I think okay. she helped produce it, too, actually. Um. Yeah, let's see who's... Yeah, she's one of the producers. David Arquette was a producer, so was she. So, well, she was, they were the of the eight producers. So what it is is basically, so this guy's at the end of his rope. He's getting divorced. His wife's leaving him, which is Sean William Scott. So he wants to off himself. So before he does that, he lives in Los Angeles. So before he does that, he wants to go home and make reparations with whoever. So he looks up the bully, the guy who bullied him in high school. And he meets up with a girl that he liked in high school. And um, he finds this teacher that was really mean to him. She's like catatonic in a nursing home. <laughs> and he's yelling and calling her all these names. And her granddaughter comes in and he tells her that he's going to off himself. So she tries to save him, basically. Oh, Mikey just pulled in. That's okay. We're not. He's not missing much. No. So it's a really good movie because the bully's like... You know, he, like, apologized for being a dick, and, and he's got a kid with Down syndrome, and his family, his dad hates him, and that's why he was so angry in high school. But it's a comedy-slash-drama, and it is a comedy-drama. Um, but he goes back, and he's he has to live, his, forced to live with his brother for a while. He stays with his brother and his family, and mm-hmm. wacky hijinks ensue. That was the back door. His, his sister-in-law. His, his sister-in-law sleep masturbates. What? Yeah. 
How do you do? Hollywood. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you ain't missing anything. We just started like five minutes ago. Not even five minutes ago. So I highly recommend it. Just before you go, it's on HBO Max right now. And it's got Sean William Scott and um, who else? Connie Stevens plays his mom. And it's also got a lot, Alicia Cuthbert, the girl next door. Oh, okay. She plays his wife that I leaves was, him. I was wondering why that name sounded so familiar. Kate Walsh is his sister-in-law that, that uh, sleep, sleep masturbates. Instead of sleepwalking. <laughs> There's this whole story behind it, though. It's pretty hysterical. Sean William Scott has been casted in as Stifler when he's a really good actor. He's a very good actor. Yeah. And Rob Riggle plays the the bully. Yeah. The adult bully in the movie. So I recommend it. Watch it. It's only an hour and a half long. Kinda of, it could be a chick flick, I guess. I don't know. So I watched that first. So recommend that. Then I watched the Space Shuttle Challenger documentary on yeah. Netflix. And they talked about how um like for some reason it was sold yeah it's called Challenger the final flight it's a four part series they're only 45 minutes long um they sold people on the fact that space travel was safe mm-hmm. back then and when they announced that that they were going to shoot a teacher into space a lot of the astronauts in the program were like are you sure you want to do this it's really not the safest environment in the world to be shooting up civilians at this point Mm -hmm. plus a civilian is taking an astronaut or a scientist spot yeah someone who could do some stuff someone who could do something she does she could have done a lot of good you know teaching kids and well i mean they interviewed um they interviewed her sister and of course uh the pilot dick scobie his wife yeah they interviewed her and they interviewed the teacher who was the backup to krista mcauliffe now that's got to be did you know, like, the fifth backup was actually from Kokomo? Really? She was a... She's, like... A, she was the president of the Historical Society for a long time, too. I forget her name. Um, it'll come back to me eventually. Well, the backup eventually did go to space and teach. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it was, like, 2006 or 2008 or something like that. She was... Uh, they launched her on the shuttle. But one of the uh, astronauts... His wife was mad because her husband kept getting bumped from missions. Yeah. And he he got bumped by he got bumped by like uh like a senator or something. And he was supposed to be on the previous shuttle flight. Mm-hmm. And this state representative or whatever or senator bumped his spot, so he got pushed back to Challenger. So she has a hard time forgiving. Yeah. And Dick Scobie's wife has a hard... She said she had a hard time forgiving because the 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 only unbelievable part was this woman there, her dad was like one of the head honchos at the subcontractors that made the... Uh, the uh, Boosters? The rocket boosters, right. And he kept saying, you don't... You know, they kept having issues with the seals burning. Yeah. Like way before anybody knew it. Like in previous Challenger or previous shuttle launches, mm-hmm. and they were like, "If this breaks through, it's gonna, it's gonna be disaster." She's saying like she kind of exaggerated the stories a little. 
I don't know if she did or not. Well, Dad said this, and Dad said this. Well, Dad's dead now, so we don't know. And Dad warned them, and he told them so. And I don't know. She just didn't seem believable. How much of it is hearsay and, you know... Yeah, is this what she remembers or this is what... I just seem like she seemed to be a little bit overdramatic about it. Yeah. But I do believe that he... I know he did warn them. He said, do not... You cannot launch a shuttle below 52 degrees. Because anything below 52 degrees... <laughs> anything below 52 degrees, then the seals would become compromised. Yeah. And they launched in 32 degree weather. Um... 32 degrees in Florida? In Florida, yeah. They had a freeze, yeah. Oh. They, they had a massive freeze. Jeez. And, um... I mean, I guess that would make sense because, you know, instead of expanding like they would want it to, it constricted and... They constri yeah, they, that's the thing that they found out. And that was the only difference between any other shuttle launch was the temperature. So... You want to know fun... I know, just... I don't want to change the books too much. Well, you know, want to know fun fact about Challenger? What? You know what they wanted? Who they wanted to shoot up? Big Bird. They wanted to they shoot talk Big about Bird that. up. They talk about that. So NASA, the, nobody, the, NASA, at, when when the shuttle program was launched, they wanted to launch a shuttle like every two months mm -hmm. or twice a month or something. It was like one right after the other after the other. So they felt like they they were already behind. So NASA was pushing. We got to get this shuttle launched because it had already been put off. It was supposed to launch on Sunday, and it scrubbed because it was too cold. Yeah. And then they went pushed it back another two days. Nobody understands why they pushed it so much because they could have just waited for it to warm up. I mean, it's Florida. Take it, it'll warm it up. Well, it'll warm it up in like two days. Political you know? reasons. Yeah. Well, they, they cut Apollo missions because of budget issues. And if, you know, politicians get their hand again in it and cut shuttle missions. But a lot of, a lot of the astronauts were upset because they were telling people that it was as safe as airline travel. And Krista McAuliffe says that in an interview. I, I'm not really that nervous because it's as safe as, as flying in an airplane. There's nothing safe in it. And Jeff that, Bezos just shot himself into space. But the pilot, the pilot said he when he kept hearing this over and over again, and he warned everybody, "This is a test vehicle. Mm -hmm. This isn't a real plane. This isn't an airplane. Weren't the shuttles like not even five years old by the time that blew? That was an '86. So yeah, it was the first one was '81. But they had had a string of successful flights. Yeah, that was the first bad one. That was the first bad one. There was only two of them. That, what was the other one? Olympia. No. What was the other Challenger disaster? Mikey, you know that one? I'll look it up. Or the no. other shuttle space shuttle disaster, besides the sh Challenger. Shuttle blow up. <laughs> That's all. But, um, 2003. See, space shuttle blow up 2003. Columbia. Yes. Columbia was the first one to go up, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the oldest one. Yeah, that was the oldest one. But and that it, was due to, um, the heat shield. Yeah, the, the styrofoam blocks that, they, they, yeah, dissipate they got, heat along the belly when it's re-entered. Yeah, they com got com got hit by a piece of debris on launch. Yeah, like a, something came off on the booster rocket. Yeah. And hit it and knocked it off enough of it that it... And NASA knew that. And well, it could have been prevented. They also thought it could it would, it would wouldn't be an issue. Well, we think it'll work. I wouldn't want to take that chance. Well, I think I can survive re-entry. Right. Now I'll stay up on the space station a little longer. But um, it's a really good documentary. It's on Netflix. Did you guys see that they want to change? 
what it takes now to become an astronaut. What? Because Jeff Bezos and his crew were only in space for like a couple minutes. They want to change it to like NASA's thing about changing what it takes to become an astronaut, at least in the U.S. Because it's too easy now with all these billionaires shooting themselves up into space. He's Dr. Evil. Have you seen those memes? Yeah. He literally is Dr. Evil. He shot himself up. He's, he was, you know, cost, spent a billion dollars. He wants a billion dollars to shoot himself up into space in a rocket that looks like a giant penis. So I would like to Dr. thank Evil. my my workers that are basically slaves and my everyone who's right? saving who, money. Everybody who bought books, thank you. For you know, we put everybody out of we put every bookstore and small business out of business, so I could go up in a rocket. Thank you. Thank you. I want <laughs> it looks like a penis, just like Doctor Evil. It is. It does look like a penis with Doctor Evil. So, At least he told the truth. Well, this yeah. is true. He's um, a very truthful <laughs> supervillain. He is. And I tried to watch the Val Kilmer documentary, but. Um, some movie with Jake Gyllenhaal kept coming up on my 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 streaming app that I use, so I didn't get to watch the Val Kilmer documentary. Oh. But I watched Woodstock '99 on HBO Max. That you got to see this documentary. It is nuts. I remember I remember when all this happened, and I remember they blamed Limp Biscuit, like they blamed them for a lot of stuff. Why'd they blame Limp Biscuit? Because they said that um, he uh, he didn't instigate it, but he didn't help calm the crowd down. This was think about it. So Moby or who was it? Was it Moby? Moby played on a Friday night. Like they, they it was never ending music because you had Woodstock. It was ninety something degrees all day long at a former airbase. Mm-hmm. So you have the hot tarmac and it's hot. So you would play, they had music all day long. Then they had these tents that play EDM music all night. Music played all night, 24 hours a day, three days in a row. Jeez. There was never a break with music. And um, Moby got a bad feeling on Friday. Yeah. That something wasn't right. So I guess when they when everybody came into the festival, they liked it because it had fences and gates. So people couldn't sneak in. Like in the original. Like in the original. Or Woodstock 94, you had the same issue. But these people paid $125 for a ticket, which in... That's 20 years ago. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money now, but still. I paid $50 in what? 95 to see the Rolling Stones. That was a lot of money for me. And then, so, you go in there and beer's $4. A bottle of water is $4. Four dollars for a bottle of water. That's twenty what you years now ago. For a bottle of water. Right. This was twenty years ago. Twenty twenty two years ago. Back when it was like fifty cents for a bottle of water. And the the promoter come out and said he says he says well he says this isn't for the this isn't for poor people this is for you know if you're going to come here and you're going to spend money so you better have the money. Sounds like Firefest. Exactly. <laughs> but look up Firefest if you don't know what we're talking they, about. They're they're college kids. All that, that whole demographic was college kids. Yeah. Limp Bizkit, Metallica. You had so when Saturday Night hit, you had Metallica. You had Limp Bizkit, Rage Against Machine, and Metallica, right? So that's when the rage started, and people started breaking stuff. But they had these big buckets of water where you could like you could like maybe brush your teeth or put a bottle in and, and drink water. People were bathing in this water. 
the the porta potties were overflowing. People were breaking the water the the, the water pipes because they wanted fresh water, and it just all mingled together. So people were covered in mud and literal feces just all together. They were mad because they had spent four dollars for water. They had ATM machines that didn't work because they it was this was nineteen ninety nine. So everything was cash back then. Yeah, you had to have cash for everything. So. Like, it started going crazy. And then the guy came out during, um, the, the guy came out, the, one of the promoters came out during Limp Biscuit's set. And it's like, can you do something to squash this, the rage? Because everybody could feel it. And even um, the lead singer of The Offspring said, hey, I saw a woman get groped in the audience when she was trying to body surf. Yeah. Guys, let's be better than this. Keep your hands to yourself. They just want to body surf. Just... Pass them on. Be courteous about it. We don't yeah. need to see that. That's gross. You don't. But it was happening all over the place. But women were walking around topless, all over the place. Women were. It's. I, I can't believe that. You know, people. You know, and a lot of the women say, "Well, guys can't guys learn to behave themselves?" No, guys are assholes. And you're at a you're at a, you're at a concert with. I mean, like I said, they had Metallica, Rage Against Machine, and Limp Biscuit all in one set. They had three women the whole the whole weekend. They had Alanis Morissette, Jewel, and Cheryl Crow. Were the only three women to play Woodstock. And one was on each night. So, um, guys can't behave themselves. Especially 19 to 22, you know. They're not going to behave themselves. So, should girls walk around topless? No, they should not walk around topless in that situation. Because they're probably outnumbered four to one. Guys over girls. And it was awful. I mean, women were women were getting sexually assaulted. They were getting raped. Like there, after the whole festival came down, all these accusations of rape were coming out. And um, by the time, uh, you know, hello Tim, what's up, y'all? We're talking about the Woodstock documentary on HBO. Oh, Woodstock documentary. Woodstock '99, the nightmare. So basically. The, the whole concert was a money grab. That's all it was. It was a money grab for the promoters. And, um, you know, they asked Limp Biscuit to calm the crowd down. What's he do? He sings break stuff. Yeah, you know? I was about to say. I was like, he has a song called yeah. Break Stuff. Yeah. Like, it probably doesn't help. So, th- so then after Limp Biscuit, then you had Rage against Machine. And then Metallica finished it off. This was only Saturday night. And they were already taking <laughs> stuff apart in, in, in the thing, right? By Sunday, it was nuts. And I, like, you see people, you see people, um, they're banging on trash cans, and then they start. That's when the fire started. So the, this nonprofit group was there, right? This isn't funny, but it is. So they handed out candles because they wanted to have a candlelight vigil for Columbine, right? So everybody took these candles and lit them and started lighting shit on fire, like because <laughs> they were mad because they couldn't. They were out of water. And they, were, they didn't have any money because they'd done hoarding. The, the ATM machines were broken. They broke into ATM machines. They started burning down speaker things. They burnt down, uh, they burnt down the food tents and the souvenir tents. And they started just stealing stuff out of the tractor trailers in the back. They were stealing T-shirts, sweatshirts. This guy was flinging um, uh, pretzels out. And, I mean, you could see burnt pretzels in the, in, in the, in the ashes, right? And, I mean... Th- they started. Where's this fire. documentary? It's on HBO. HBO, okay. It's on HBO Max. 
And the thing is, I'm like, oh my God, this is like Lord of the Flies. And like 10 minutes later, the guy in the documentary says, it was like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> like they were going, they were dancing around fires and stuff. These guys were, and they were banging on, on trash cans and drumming and banging. And, and um, once the fire started, they announced, you know, fire department's coming in so they can do this, blah, 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 blah. So the chili peppers are pe- playing, right? So the guy comes out and he asks Anthony Kiedis, can you do something to try and calm the crowd down, right? So what's he do? He starts singing Fire by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> so, so it the was a whole... don't seem to help. No, nothing. none of them helped because they didn't... And everybody, a lot of people blame Fred Durst. That's when he, That's what they said when it started with the Limp Bizkit set is when it started. And he's like, I just can't... He's like, those kids were mad to begin with. When they walked in, they were mad. They were hot. They were hungry. And I guess they handed out little those little boxes of uh, of uh, cereal to people that were oh, coming like in. Oh, like the little, like, like you see it, like a continental breakfast. Yeah. And I guess, who's going to eat dry cereal? They didn't have milk. What are you going to do? Put $4 bottle of water, water. So they started just slinging these... These bo- these boxes of people and it was ended up on the stage and they said they hated MTV and MTV was the big promoter of the concert because at that point MTV had turned its back on Limp Bizkit and Metallica and The Offspring and all that stuff. That's when they started playing Britney and and 98 Degrees and the Black Backstreet Boys and In Sync. It was all boy band stuff or or hip you know pop. Turned their whole turned their back. So MTV is there to. To promote this, and they were terrified. Like, was like, we don't want to be here. Yeah, they didn't read the room. <laughs> no, they didn't read the room at all. So it was just a whole hodgepodge of angry young men because it was a big buddy grab. You already charged them one hundred twenty-five dollars to get in. Jeez. Then you're gonna charge four dollars for water, and you got four dollars for a bottle of water. Still cheaper than Disney. or four dollars for a beer. Now Disney was Disney wasn't four dollars in nineteen ninety-nine for a well, bottle of water. Well, I'm saying now. It was two dollars for a bottle of water. I think it was like two dollars, two or two fifty back then, for a bottle of water, or two fifty. It was even like two fifty for a soda, maybe even three. That's back in the early two thousands. So, if I'm gonna spend another, if for a three day festival, one hundred twenty five dollars. Okay, I get that. Because now, I like I was looking up a lot of the Palooza tickets, and they're like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for a three day. I would, twenty-five dollars. I would one never day. go to like one of those. I would love to go to Lollapalooza because on Saturday is. Uh, Limp Bizkit and Metallica. <laughs> I would love to go to Chicago. I would love to go to that concert. I think it would be awesome. But um, you'd be setting shit on fire again. I would. I'm one of them angry people from the from you know 1999. Um, but it, it's insane. And this guy even says he says, "You, I, I've always been a mild mannered person, and here I am, throwing out stuff and starting fires and and it like." It's like Lord of the Flies. That whole it's like the whole attitude. Mob mentality takes over. Yeah, and yeah. it's exactly what happened. The mob mentality took over the whole thing. You, and you know what this reminds me of? How does how does HBO keep getting all these crazy documentaries? They got the one that Tim loves and watches every three months. Uh, oh, who doesn't love it? Action part. Action, action part. part. Class action Class part. Action part. Well, there was a like when VH1 did Behind the Music. Yeah. They had one for Woodstock '99. But there's nothing peaceful about, you know, r- rage against the machine is you're going to put them on a piece. And then, you know, they tried to bring out Crosby, Stills, and Nash early. And you know what? Um, Creed played one night, right? They brought out Robbie Krieger from The Doors, which yeah. that's pretty awesome. 
Nobody in that crowd cared about Robbie Krieger from The Doors. They no. didn't. They didn't care at all. And even uh, they talked to Scott Stapp, and he's like, "You." It was hard to read the audience because you didn't know what they wanted. And did they want to hear us? Did they not want to hear us? It was just a lot of rage and anger built why up. Why didn't people? Over three I know days. they paid one hundred twenty some odd dollars for a ticket, but why wouldn't they have just left? Left. I'd yeah. Be, you want to get it's? I don't know. I mean, you go to. A, you go to a, you spend that kind of money, right? I know. Yeah. Plus, you get one hundred twenty-five dollars for a ticket. What was the camping? What did that cost extra money? Because they ticket had campgrounds, gas, or flight tickets. Yeah. So I mean, it, you got you're you're invested in there, and one guy did leave early. He left on Saturday because he's like, this is, this is bad news. I probably would have left early. I would have left Saturday that, too, but yeah. Um, as soon as I start seeing people breaking the pipeline for water and oh, uh, what I mean, it was a mess and. Of course, everybody was drinking the beer because, you know, beer, water, beer, water. Hey, it's the same price. You're already 90-something degrees and dehydrated. Let's add alcohol on top of it, which dehydrates you. Yeah. And one guy died because he was misdiagnosed by the people at the, the festival. What did they say? Hypothermia. How do you have hypothermia? I guess you got because you're, I, I guess because you dehydrate and you're, but he goes into like a sort of shock, and he ended oh, up. Yeah. He, he was di- he was dehydrated. He didn't have he didn't have hypothermia, but he had the chills. He was cold. And he had stomach aches and cramps, and it was all the symptoms. Well, of, you can like heat stroke is hypothermia. So or true. the opposite of whatever. I always forget the hyper and hypo difference. Right. But one's freezing to death, and one's overheating to death. So yeah, they they read him wrong. So he he all he wanted to do was see Metallica. That's all he cared about. He wanted to be in the pit for Metallica. But he said that, they say that there were so many people, like usually going to a mosh pit and you've got room. Or you can go out of the mosh pit, you know, in three feet. You're in, no, it was wall-to-wall people. Like, he says, I just kept walking and I kept walking through people. And there's just, there were just, you were just arm in arm with people. That's how Jeez. many people there were. It was a that gives me anxiety just thinking about it because I don't like big crowds. It was a disaster waiting to happen, and all it was, and of course, the promoters all they did was blame the the they blamed the artists for not helping. They blamed MTV for only reporting the bad stuff, none of the good stuff. Well, I'm sorry, but when you start fires and women are getting raped and sexually assaulted, that stuff needs to be reported. That's more important than someone saving somebody. Well. That's more important than, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing good to come out of Woodstock 99. It was basically, it was a money grab. Yeah. Because it was the 30th anniversary of, and there was nothing peaceful about it, you know. There was nobody on stage preaching preaching peace and love and. No, you have a bunch of heavy metal bands up there. And and the guards, right? It was, to be a security guard, you took a three hour class. And they would take the beer away, but if you slipped them at five twenty, you know, anywhere from five to twenty dollars, the drugs got in. And if I'm one of those security guards, when shit starts to hit the fan, I can tell you where I'm not going to be. Well, they told them. They said, "Hide your." They told them, you know, take off your shirt, turn your shirt inside out, hide your, uh, hide your 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 pass, because you're, you we don't know what happened. We don't know if you'll get beat up or not. And a lot of them, like, they didn't even like do their job. They just went and partied with everybody else. Well, yeah, get paid to go party. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. There was no security whatsoever after a while. Like, there was no security, none. 
It's in it's it's like an hour and I think this is like an, maybe an I'm gonna have to watch it. I can, You're gonna have to. It's a great it's an documentary. Hour and Fifty minutes. I just was looking yeah. at it. I can load it up on my iPad and watch it. It, it is a little bit Fire Festival, um, but with, with more people. With more people, yeah, right? And, and and artists that actually show up and don't back yeah. out. But um, I they tried to do a, a 25th anniversary of Woodstock, 25th, 35th, 50th. I'm sorry, in 2019. So they started getting it together in 2018, and they canceled it for logistical purposes. And, like, all the bands that I remember, I remember hearing this. A lot of them were backing out. So. Woodstocks. I, I remember seeing a documentary. I think it was on Woodstock. And someone said, yeah, they've tried to do different, you know, anniversaries. And Woodstock's only going to happen once. Well, once they did Coachella, like they did the Coachella Festival, right? Yeah, Coachella. And- yeah. Well, the first year they did that, um, Everybody that walked in got a bottle of water for free. Mm-hmm. and But now, Coachella, it's all VIP. and well, All you see are the influencers go there. Yes, it's the rich people. Yeah. And all it is is, you know, I remember seeing a report that at those festivals like Coachella and other ones, all the, the herpes and syphilis just spread like wildfire. There. I don't I, I don't think the, well, now, it, like you said, it's the... It's the influencers and it's the rich people and th- those are for rich people. Those ain't yeah. for like me and you. I mean, I can't imagine being twenty two and spending one hundred twenty five dollars on a concert ticket. That's a I lot of money. Of, I don't want to spend that now. The last concert I went to, I paid 12, 30, fifty bucks for my tickets. And I thought that was a lot, but it was it was Kansas Sticks and Foreigner. In nineteen ninety nine, I paid one hundred thirty five dollars for race tickets. But that's the whole weekend, and that included my garage passes for Miami. Yeah. So. Now, going to a Colts game might be different. If, like, for. I guess it's all on what you like, but. Yeah. I mean, if you're all about the people, all. Like, those are the bands you want to see, like, your favorite bands. Yeah, okay, sure. Just like I'd probably spend a lot of money to go to, like, an esports championship. Or, like, when the Olympics come to Chicago, I think they're going to be in. One of the upcoming Olympics are in, I think, Chicago. I'm going to go yeah, to the... I think you're right. I'm going to go to that. See, you could go to the Indy 500 in 1999 for $75. Well, we can't go back to 1999, okay? I'm just speaking, no. No, speaking I'm just, of no. going back in time... No, but I was in saying... 1999, you could go see it for a penny. No, but for the, the ticket for, uh, for Woodstock was $125. That's just general admission. Okay. Speaking of going back in time, if you guys could watch... This is... I'm changing subjects. Yeah, obviously, because you're trying to, you know, end this early. We're not doing a 30-minute episode. No, we're not. (laughs) But speaking of going back in time, if you could wipe your memory of one show, movie, or video game, what would it be? Like, go in there with a fresh perspective on it all. My first wedding. Can it be a single show, or can it be a whole franchise? A whole franchise. I mean, I'm picking Star Trek, so. <laughs> Why? Why? So I can watch it all over again? <laughs> so you can feel that same, like, energy you felt before, or that nostalgia, I guess. Maybe maybe Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale was pretty emotional, 300 and some odd episodes. Don't lie. It's Rudolph's Redness Reindeer. Don't lie. 
Now, if I had the like the streaming ability helps so much right now. Like, I would love to like go through and watch Breaking Bad again. That or like Game of Thrones. Just do it all over again. Yeah. Ooh, Game and of Thrones. Jim, that was Jim yeah. Disappointed at the ending. But I'm rewatching Game of Thrones, and there's like. God, I'm like, oh, so that's who that is. Oh, so that's Game of Thrones isn't about the the ending. It's the trip we took. That's all through the Seven Kingdoms. (laughs) I think I have to agree, Star Trek. There's just so much there, and like, I know I love watching Deep Space Nine again, but nothing compares to that first time I saw those episodes. Like Star Trek was or Stargate even. Star Trek was on my house since I was little, so I don't know different. But I ultimately decided on Star Trek. How did you feel when you first saw Star Trek? I mean, did you get a little woody? Is that what happened? <laughs> I was excited. I was like, oh my god, look at this big, expansive world. Like, I didn't world. know what to, what to think. I just remember yeah, it was Next insane. Generation, and, I, and my dad wanted me to watch it with him, and I was blown away by it. Star Trek opened my eyes to the possibilities that lie <laughs> elsewhere. What may happen? So, so since you don't have any possibility with chicks here on Earth, then you might get alien chicks like Captain Kirk. To quote Zap Brannigan in Futurama, isn't it every man's dream to have sex with a cute, a hot alien woman? No. It is. Mine was always Slave Leah. Liara? No, Slave Leah. Chris, Liara. No. What? Who? Slave Leah. She's not an alien. That's right. That was my... Well, I mean, is she from Earth? That was... No. Uh, she's I mean, from... She's human. Uh, is she human? I mean, yeah. I guess. Leia's human. It's, she's still yeah, an alien. all human. She, she's technically an alien because she's she's technically she's not from... Planet. Yeah. She was born from, on some race. planet. Where was she... Wait, was she born on a planet or a ship? She was born on an asteroid. Remember, she, her and Luke were born on that asteroid after Padme, you know, had sadness to death. Yeah, what a bunch of crap, you know? I'm sad. I'm going to die. I have Talk two, about being there for your kids. I have two kids Jeez. coming. I'm sad. I don't want to take care of them. I don't want to take care of them alone. Talk about going to get the milk and never coming back. <laughs> Okay, so my yeah, Anakin came, came back from getting the milk. So, if, Mikey, if you could go back and watch a show, you said Game of Thrones. Would, would it be Game of Thrones or movie? I would. No, I would. I I don't care about movies that much. It would have to be like hours long. So I I would probably roll with Breaking Bad. Right, it would be Breaking Bad. I don't think I watched like the pilot. Like when it, like I didn't hear about it. I was probably of course you, after. Like, yeah, you had to get caught up with it. it. Yeah, but. It's like, I guess besides Lost, I never watched Lost, but it seems like after, like, Breaking Bad was like one of those TV shows that kind of, like, changed TV, felt like. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it changed, like, the way, like, I guess maybe it's filmed, or because Vince Gilligan. It's it's up there that... A plus. It's up there in, like, the top. If you don't have it, if you don't have it in the top ten of TV shows, you're wrong. You can probably know, there's talk an awful lot of good top ten TV shows. Probably I talk about it in the top fifty people. TV shows. Like if if someone says they haven't watched Breaking Bad, you have five other people behind them saying, 
what the fuck you been doing? I mean... I haven't seen Breaking Bad yet. I've seen like I, I think I've, I've seen the I think I've seen the first season. I've only seen the first. I think I've only seen the first. I've only seen the first season. Jesus Christ! What are you waiting for? It didn't hook me. That's unbelievable. It's you know what it is. It's one of those that you watch. You watch this. You watch it and you start watching. You're like this is pretty good. I enjoy. It. But then something else comes along, and you start watching it and you forget about it. That's what and that's happened to me twice with Breaking Bad because I love the show. But something else has always come along. I was like, oh, I've got to watch this. I like watching things in their entirety, too. I hate waiting for seasons to come out. I yeah. I, I can't do... Epi- I almost can't do episode like once a week anymore. Chris is struggling with iCarly. Yeah, it, I mean, it was like... <laughs> it, it was... It seemed like one of those TV sh- like series. Like Once I got caught up, it's like... I couldn't wait for the next episode. That's what Game of Thrones was like. Yes, what? Game of Thrones was like that. Walking Dead ended up being like that. Not anymore. Yeah, not. Uh, I mean, not anymore. The last season's right now. But. Like that was the golden era of the AMC network. But remember, like yeah. with with like the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, we would we'd spend the entire next week talking about what's going to yeah. happen, and then, then we'd we like, have the after shows. And yeah, like you learn like you learn more about it. And yeah, is. It's a sit, big event. We would sit there in the liquor store and talk to it, like everybody that came in about the episode. Yeah. See, I would have to go movies. Because no TV show, I mean... Like, I just feel like there's more in a in a, a TV series than yeah. there would be like a movie. I mean, I can understand Star Wars because... Series, if you said like Star Wars, that would be okay. Cause see, I remember, like I remember what it was like to see Star Wars for the first time. It. The very fir- I remember the very first time I saw Star Wars. Five years old. Can't read the crawl because I ain't in kindergarten yet. I just remember the ship passing over yeah. at the beginning and they're shooting at the ship. I'm like, oh my God, you know. It was like little George Lopez, you know, when they have the little body of George Lopez in his head, you know. That's what it would be like for me. But if I had to, if I had to pick a movie, it would probably be Goodfellas. Because that was mind blowing. I mean, I guess at least that's a long movie. <laughs> there was there was nothing, but there was nothing that violent out really. I mean, you had cheesy '80s violence, like you know, like Terminator, anything Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he was cutting off arms and stuff, but it was cheesy. But this was more realistic because it was a real story. You know, it was cold blooded murder that they showed multiple times, and the F word is said so many times in that movie. So that might be one or. I want to remember what it was like to see Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time. Again. That would be awesome. Because I saw that like six times in the movies. And I know I loved it. But I would love to... I wonder what it was like to see... Oh, this is cool. Now, if I had to choose a movie, it would definitely be like the Harry Potter series. Just because it's like... you You read the books and then like they create the movie. And it's just like... You get to see what you re- you read about, like on the screen, and you get to visualize it better, and you get to see the characters in life. Are they like? Are they close to the books? Life. I would say, no. like the I, I would the, say the first few. They just they leave stuff out. Yeah, the, like, I mean, well, you can't book, cover yeah. everything. I would say, like any other book, they left it out. I guess it gets kind of like almost all movies. I mean, you got to have an entertainment factor. They can't just. Well, I mean, they have to make shortcuts because two. Yeah. And I mean, they've done that, and they did that with Goodfellas. If you read the book, it, it's very close to the book. It's very Donnie Brasco's the same way. It's very one of the movies that is goes from book 
to movie horribly was Public Enemies with Johnny Depp. Because none of the stuff, I'm I'm was so psyched to see the movie. I went opening night, went to the Dollar General, snuck my candy into the can to the movies, you know, and I was so stoked to see this movie. And they open it up, and it was like Machine Gun Kelly getting shot in an apple orchard. I'm like, wait, that doesn't happen yet. <sighs> then they got Babyface Nelson dying at Little Bohemia. Nobody died at Little Bohemia. What's Little Bohemia? It was a place up in uh, um, Wisconsin. Oh. And uh, Dillinger was up there and his men, and there was this great big shootout. The only people that died were civilians that they thought were were Dillinger's men, and the FBI shot oh. them, and they were like people that like worked at the ho- the, the the cottage area thing. So they were the only two people that died. No gangster died. They all got away. So that movie was all over the place and out of order. Right. So I'm gonna I, I gotta dip. You, you gotta, can't dip. Yes, I can. I you you gotta learn. You gotta you need to discipline yourself better than this. I I also don't have too too long left before I gotta step away too. Give it five minutes. You got five minutes because you have to take us out because you're much more funnier okay. than Tim is. Okay, I'm sorry. Here we go. Have you heard his take him? Have you heard him take us out? I mean, you heard it the one time, but he did it again last I, week. I'll have to go and listen to I it. I don't like this episode because it feels rushed. Chris, you can blame me. I am blaming you. But well, who makes leave, plans I on a Monday night? I did. You can't do <laughs> last night. What'd you say, Tim? I said before we we head out, I did wa- start watching something new last night since I finished Voyager. What did you start watching? Lower Decks. Oh my god, what do you think so far? Finally? I was probably a minute and 35 seconds in, and I was dying laughing. I was loving it. When the, the girl takes out the bat lift, she's like, I got it from a guy with an eye patch. Oh, boy. boy. <laughs> I, was on her. I, was, I was dying. Did you see who's coming in season two? Uh, I saw the trailer Tom, with um, Tom Paris. Yeah, the actual guy's voice acting it, too. Tom Paris is actually voice acting himself. And uh, Ca- Captain Janeway, Kate McGlue. Or Kate McGlue? Yeah, I yeah. watched the... Uh, Prodigy. Uh, Prodigy video. I'm not too interested in Prodigy, mostly because it's a kid's show. So I figure I'll be able to bang out be like a Jurassic uh, Park show? Lower Decks yeah. in the next couple of days, and then I'll move on to Discovery. Have you seen Trekkies? You guys should watch that, that documentary. I did. I like Trekkies. That's a great, that's a great it, documentary. It's actually directed by, uh, what's his fa- uh, What's her name? Broadberry. No. Son? No, it's the one with the, all the fans. It's the chick that's in it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know. There's another documentary about Star Trek that's directed by uh, Roddenberry's son. Yeah. Um, with all the captains. Oh, okay. Did you know that freak, the guy who played, uh, the the guy from uh, Deep Space Nine, the, the black captain, um, oh my god, Cisco, Cisco. Avery Brooks, Avery Brooks, oh, I basically, can't. He, I can't with this kid, and he wants to do a Star Trek, <laughs> with he retired, he basically retired Brooks from acting, he basically retired from acting after Star Trek, yeah, because he was so damn fantastic, yeah, he, and he was so proud that he, uh, I, I just read there was an article about him, and his proudest one of his proudest things about uh, Cisco was he portrayed a a, a great father figure with uh, his yeah. son. He probably got pigeonholed, and nobody wanted to put him in movies anymore because he's a Star Trek captain, and nobody gave a crap. No, he you, he he. he, he you know, Chris, he's a professor that. now. He teaches acting. Q's, Wait, wasn't he like Q's the guy in that TV show? Q two. 
is his real son in real life. Who? Q's son in Q2 and Voyage. Yeah, I know that. I knew that. Real son. That was a great episode. He was like Hawk or something in this TV show. Not Deep Space Nine. It was like an 80s TV show. Yeah, he ain't been in nothing since then. 2006 was his last. Oh, yeah, he was Sweeney in American History X. That's yeah. right. He was a he. He was a pretty good actor leading up into Spencer it. Spencer for hire. That's what it was. Who are we talking about? Avery Brooks. Avery he was Brooks. this man named no, Hawk yeah. in Spencer for Hire. With Robert Ulrich. Dan Tana from Vegas. What was... Paul Urich. Paul I forget what I was going to say. Anyways, I do know... I just want to say something for next week now while I remember. We're probably not going to do an episode next week unless we shoot on Sunday. Why? I'm, I have I'm surgery. Next week, so I can do we it. Sh- that, if you're week, doped so up, so we should have an episode. Okay. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I mean, I'll be at my parents' It would be house. local anesthetic, wouldn't it? No, they're putting me under. Oh, yeah, you'll they're, be They're giving me a nerve blocker, putting me under, and... I don't understand how somebody... I've, like, literally rolled my ankle from trying to dunk on a hoop before. Come down, smashed it, rolled it. I've rolled it countless times in my life, and this guy puts one pound of pressure on his ankle and every single bone in his <laughs> look up a Liz Frank injury I don't understand look up a Liz Frank injury Lisa Frank Liz Frank same as Lisa know, he's I got a Lisa Frank in, injury of all the damage and abuse I've put my ankles and body through yeah I've jumped off that my how, the, the roof of my house before and 270 my pounds going right onto my oh foot my I was 200 pounds at one point in my life. I jumped off a house when I was eight years old. Uh, <laughs> your bones are like rubber Batman. <laughs> yes. You can't break those. That shit. Did, did anybody write I any of those? Tennis, that's all ankles. Gosh. Here I am getting shit for breaking my foot again. Oh, well, it, it's funny. I lie with myself, too. Glass bones over here. <laughs> Did did you, you guys did anybody write down those uh that that TikTok with all the uh um shower thoughts? No. No. Dang, I didn't write them down. Hang anymore. on. I got one though. But but you you put it in the chat, so I did. No, I I, did. I, I got one though. It's a quick one. Okay. Did you see my it's... did you see my TikTok I sent to you about what it's like to have eighteen dollar eggs? That's you. Yeah. That's you right now, Chris. I'm sorry. I guess it's similar to like a zebra, like where it's got like uh, black, is it black with white stripes or white with black stripes? This is about the Kool-Aid man. Is he the jar or is he the juice? I <laughs> saw the TikTok about this. He is the I jar. He's the, I think he's the juice. No, he's the or, jar because there's a the commercial. Or is it, I mean, there's a commercial where he's full of water and he goes to a closet to uh, pour the Kool-Aid in. And he was deciding which Kool-Aid to He was deciding which Kool-Aid to put in. So he is okay. the jar. But there's yeah, a family okay. guy where the glass doesn't move until the juice goes in. And I'm more apt to believe family <laughs> it, it, it's, like a, it's like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> he doesn't cut the line for left and put in the juice. The, hat, the magic hat they stole? Oh, man. I think he's just a pitcher of water. The, the, the water... The, the Kool-Aid is his soul. 
He's an empty shell without it. That's what I'm saying. He's a shell until the Kool-Aid's inside. <laughs> Speaking of Kool-Aid, I remember Kool-Aid when I was a kid, thing. I had this Hawaiian Punch game. And you're, they, it had, like, Play-Doh of different colors inside the game. And you made a pineapple. And, every you know, like, red, blue, green, yellow, right? And then you got this Hawaiian Punch thing. And if they landed on this bad on, on this certain part of the board, you get to smash their pineapple with this Hawaiian Punch looking character guy. So you get to smash and then they would have to, you know, roll until they could recreate a new um pineapple. But I thought that was kind of funny. It just reminded me of the I that was a fun game. I think all my play doh dried up though and I couldn't play yeah. it anymore and so we threw it out. I just put a picture of uh Chris in the uh, group chat. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yep, that's I'm me. Curious. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to have. To it's the it's the fish with all the wrappings from SpongeBob. Anyways, you should have a wheel put on your legs like that so you can walk around. Anyways, I'm sorry I had to rush this episode through, people, but I I made plans and I got to keep them. Yeah, you made plans with us first, though. Well, I didn't think people. I didn't think it was gonna be twenty minutes later. Bros before other people. Anyway, <laughs> you can catch us at YouTube, Spotify, TuneIn, um, um, iTunes. iTunes. Not so easy, is it? <laughs> Easier than you. Um, and I guess you'll never know who your nerds are because that's us, wow. you know. Because I'm the big nerd. Having to rush this through, and I suck. Anyways, Chris if sucks. If you're ever wondering who's your ner- who your nerds are, just go look for glass bones. <laughs> <laughs> who's your nerds? <laughs>